Thank you for joining the Move the Stairs podcast. I'm Diane Mulligan with my colleagues Mitch Jelniger and Jordan Sherman. You may be wondering, what does Move the Stairs mean? It's our philosophy, how we look at every challenge as an opportunity. When you move the stairs, you take the steps other people might not. Creating customer loyalty, nurturing great relationships with the media, and building a resilient CBD hemp and medical marijuana brand. Over the next 20 minutes or so, we'll talk with the brightest minds, the savviest business leaders, and reporters in the CBD space. You'll learn how brand protection PR can help your CBD, hemp, or medical marijuana business stand head and shoulders above your competitors. And you'll be on your way to making the most of any challenge. That's what we call Move the Stairs. Let's get started. Marcy, talk about building relationships. That's something that we stress a lot with our clients uh, when we talk about insider media relations. Uh, to build those relationships with the media. So if something comes up, you're featured uh, rather than seeing one of your competitors uh, featured. Um, and, and so you've had a lot of top media outlets cover some of your events. How have you nurtured those relationships with the media? How did, did you get coverage to, uh, on those events? Well, a few ways. I, coming from the music industry, I've had strong local media relationships in Colorado with Westward, with the Denver Post, with Boulder Weekly, with Reporter Herald and Colorado. And so a lot of the local media folks and radio folks I've known for years and years out here. So that's my base. And then I also work with Steve Hoffman from Compass, uh, what's this, Compass Media, Compass Natural. Steve's great. He does PR for me and does a lot of media outreach on my behalf for the show. He also has worked in the natural product space with New Hope and Expo West and Expo East. So he's got a lot of natural products, media contacts and relationships, which has been beneficial to the hemp industry because we're really kind of like the new New Hope. Um, That's what we'd like to kind of you know, classify ourselves as maybe that's a stretch, but from a natural product standpoint, I don't think there's been anything that's been as strong to hit the market as hemp coming, you know, out of prohibition in the last 10 years. And we know that there's a ton of nutritional and health and wellness benefits and environmental benefits. And it just plays in really well with what new hope's done in Expo West and Expo East. And again, Steve's relationship. So that's how we've really, been able to get a lot of folks out to NOCO, a lot of media people, um, even the CBS and Fox and NBC, their local channels will show up and have taken video and interviews on the floor. And then this, the local cannabis and, and hemp media as well. Hemp Today has been part of our shows and MJ Biz Daily and Hemp Industry Daily before they kind of closed shop and just rolled everything back into MJ Biz Daily. And it's just media. I've again coming from the music industry. I've been fortunate to to be involved with the media folks for a long time, and it just comes naturally, I guess. Well, you know, you know we always talk about relationships and and building relationships with the media. How important that is. I remember uh, at NoCo, cannabis and tech was there, and so one of the things I wanted to ask you is, do you have any tips for businesses that might be? exhibiting uh, people who are speaking, how they can figure out what media is coming and get in front of them, get introduced to them when they come to one of your events. Well, we've got, 
folks will reach out and say, hey, what media is confirmed? And it's we've always been a little bit unsure of how to do it because shows do it differently. Some shows will share their media list. Some shows don't share their media list. And we more or less, depending if you're a sponsor and you're interested, um, also the media will ask us, hey, who are the top five companies you think that we should go interview? We've got limited time. Who should we talk to? Who's doing the coolest, most innovative things in the market right now? And we can say, you know, this CBD company or this equipment company or this processor or this tech company or this soil nutrient company or this genetics breeder has got a, a new line of, you know, like New West Genetics, for example. You know, those guys have been doing all kinds of cool stuff. So it's really, um, I think that we could do a better job as I've evaluated how other shows do it at this point in time. I think that we can, again, I, it's one of those things that's kind of confusing because some media don't want to be shared with everybody. Right. When I go to, to either Expo West or Expo East and I sign up as Let's Talk Hemp as a media source, I get pounded by PR companies and by brands. Hey, stop by our booth. Hey, stop by our booth. And it's like I unfortunately just ignore most of that. And it, to me, it becomes more of a pain. And so I think about it from do I want to give 150 companies a list of here's the 30 media companies that are going to be at NOCO. And then they're going to reach out and hammer all these media companies. Hey, come, ch come talk to us and come see our booth and this and that. So I'm wondering, I'm going to do a quick follow-up. I'm wondering if you think about what your story is as a business um, and you're thinking about that you have something that's really unique, it would be important for you to know about that because if you got that request, then you could say, well, this is going on over here and it's not come to my booth. You have to have a story to tell. Is that one of the tips that you think would make a difference? Absolutely. And I do do that because I having a media platform with Let's Talk Him, I get press releases on a regular basis. And those that provide an interesting angle or story are the ones that get coverage from what we're doing and would in turn, if they're coming to NOCO, I can say, hey, you should uh, go check these guys out because they've got some really cool stuff going on. They sent me a press release two months ago and um, they're doing biodegradable bioplastics. Right. Yeah. Well, I can tell you as a reporter who would be sent to a, an event like, like a NOCO, for example, back when I, in my reporter days, I would not be able to hit every booth because I got a deadline to meet. Right. So I'm going to look for that interesting story or some, a booth that looks interesting. So that, that may also be uh, helpful for business owners. Do you have an example of a business owner getting coverage uh, after attending one of your events? Um, well, yeah, I know it's at, at Southern Hemp Expo. There were several that, um, there's a guy, Nick Barris, who's, uh, he does a morning show on, I can't remember if it's CBS or NBC. Anyway, I, I sat in his studio two years and met, you know, and on air for an hour during the morning, um, with him and his station came out multiple times and interviewed a dozen companies and then they would do their little collage two or three minute 
expose on the, the trade show and several people got their mugs and a little, you know, 10 or 15 seconds of, you know, give me your best 15 seconds about what your company does. And that's happened several times and it's happened at NOCO too. Um, so yeah, it's, and Westward uh, is another, it's a big paper that's out of Denver. It's really our, uh, I don't know, it's our weekly that has all the shows and everything, but every NOCO they'll do a follow-up and a write-up and mention half a dozen companies that were there and what's new and innovative at NOCO this year and that sort of thing. That's great. And I think that if, if you're very intentional about it, you have a really good shot because not everybody's going to be intentional. They're thinking about a thousand other things, but if you're really focused on it, you can make it happen. So that's very cool. You know, um, when we're looking at protecting our brand, we always talk about brand resilience and how do we help clients figure out how to weather um, any type of a problem that could come up, which can sometimes be turned into an opportunity um, so that they're ready for it and they're really protecting their brand. So I want to know, how would you suggest a business owner with limited funds and time decide which events to attend because there's so many of them out there? Well, you need to know what your goals are and try to align your goals with who's going to be at that particular show. And so like NOCO is a supply chain show and doesn't have, let's say the buyer network that USA CBD Expo, now Alternative Products Expo, where all the smoke shops go to the buyers, go to that show, or they go to champs. And it's like, so if I'm selling Delta eight or these more gray market products, let's say, I would try to align myself with uh, an attendance base where I'm going to get more customers that would be more likely to buy those products. Um, if I'm a farmer or a decortication company or somebody that's trying to move raw materials, um, I would look at NOCO and say, I know that there's a lot of those type of people that come to NOCO and I would want to be part of that. And it could, that could be white label companies as well. So um, it's really aligning, trying to really understand who the show's audience is and who your audience is and, and align it that way, because it can be expensive. If you, you buy your booth, which can cost anywhere from, 1500 bucks to $15,000 or, or more, depending if you go to Expo West, where it's minimum nine or $10,000 to get a booth. And then you got to pay your people to get there and, and man it. And then you got to ship all your stuff. And then you got to pay Freeman to move stuff on and off the floor. Um, when it's all said and done, you've spent 30 or 40 grand. And, you know, how are you going to justify paying for that? What is your ROI? You better write some orders. Um, or you better walk away with some relationships that are going to, you know, be fruitful down the road. Yeah. Pan out to something. Got to be selective. Yeah. Knowing your audience is key. Um, how are events doing? I mean, during the pandemic, of course, everything came to a screeching halt. Are we uh, back in a better shape or are you still catching up? Well, events overall, I don't think have bounced back to the degree that we would hope. They haven't for NOCO or Southern Hemp Expo. Um, and a, a part of that is because we've lost a bunch of operators. As 
as we saw before the pandemic, we licensed 500,000 acres and grew 250,000 acres. And now we're down to 20,000 acres and lots of farmers have exited the market. And it's just, there's just a lot less operators. There's a lot less CBD companies. Some of the CBD companies have changed over to doing Delta 8 and HHC and all those products. And while that market's thriving to a degree in different areas, uh, it's also very challenging because of all the various state regulations and the regulatory murkiness of everything. And is it going to remain legal? And yeah, that's, that's, there's just a lot of question marks. So I would say, you know, the hemp industry shows have definitely tapered off and the, Cannabis THC shows are tapering off as well because that market is struggling. Um, Natural Products Expo, Expo West, their numbers are not what they were pre-pandemic, but they're bouncing back now. They're probably at two-thirds of where they used to be. ASD Week here, um, they're not back to where they were, but they're moving that direction. So it's from what I'm seeing out there, we're not back yet. It's maybe 50% to 80%, depending on where you're, what market you're in. Yeah, still some obstacles. Yeah. You know, Morris, I can see that as a double-edged sword. You go to one of these events and, um, and, and you get to spend more time with the pe- sometimes the people you really want to spend, spend it with. So I'm interested, what are your final thoughts on how forward-looking business owners um, could really get the most out of attending one of your events? Well, I think with our events, one thing that we've built is a quality attendee list. So we've got the top attorneys, the top people in the industry, great speakers, uh, a lot of good programming, and we've got a lot of good exhibitors. And, and maybe we don't have the total attendance numbers that we had pre-pandemic but what we have is quality people that show up to the event that are passionate that are successful that are still in the game that can provide insight into a lot of different areas and you can establish lifelong relationships if you plan on being in this particular industry if you're in it to try to make a, a buck now and and go to the next thing which was cryptocurrency and now that's not the thing anymore um but, you know, if you're in it for the long haul, find the show and NOCO to me is the show for, you know, North American hemp, as well as a lot of international folks coming. And we're going to continue to try to hone in on that and refine that. And we've got several international opportunities that are going to happen in 2024. That's going to create a lot of cross pollinization and harmonization between North America and Europe and some other places around the world. So I'm excited to expand on that when I can officially do so, which will be soon. <laughs> soon. Yeah. A lot of work yet to be done, but still exciting as well. Well, there's a lot of great. opportunity in this space, a lot of room for growth. Um, I think we're going to finally see the FDA respond and create a regulatory framework. Uh, if what I'm hearing is true, and I hope that it is, we've been hoping for a long time. And with the yeah. FDA, we just don't know. But if we get a regulatory framework where everybody understands the rules and this is here's the guidelines, here's the THC limits and and this is how we're going to operate, it's going to bring 
major retailers, other brands into the marketplace that haven't incorporated it, anything as an ingredient, investment money. And you know, that's been a big holdup for our industry. And it's really hurt us all across the board. But once the regulatory framework is figured out, and again, hopefully it's soon and hopefully the farm bill really assists the industry as well i think it's going to open up all kinds of opportunity for innovation and companies being able to grow and and provide great products to the marketplace and make money and and we can have a thriving industry instead of one that's you know on life support yeah yeah well we hear this every time we do a podcast. Here's an industry that's begging for regulation, right? Give, give me some structure. And, and the government's like, wait, you want us to in, involved? Yes, because we'll get rid of, uh, you know, some of the other the bit players. Well, Morris, thank you. Great insight. We appreciate you so much taking time at an event to step outside and spend a few moments with us. This has been Morris Beagle. The well, I appreciate being on. Thank you. Yeah, no, we, we appreciate it. Morris, again, is the president of the WAFDA and Colorado Hemp uh, uh, Company. So thank you again for joining us. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. All right. Uh, take care. Thank you. What a sport what? doing this during an event. <laughs> I know. That was crazy. But, man, that was some great information, wasn't it? I mean, I loved on, you know, the customer loyalty, how he talked about that face-to-face -face means face -to -face. so much, right? I yeah. mean, we know that, but sometimes it's easier <laughs> to do it over Zoom, isn't it? Um, that yeah. there's a lot of, you got to get yourself ready and up, ready to go for face-to-face, -face, but um, certainly events should be part of that brand protection PR where you can build those relationships. Yeah, just having those conversations rather than one of a thousand emails that you might get every day. Yep. He talked about, and you know, under our insider media relations uh, portion, again, building on those relationships. He talked about relationships, gave a shout out to PR companies. I like that part yep. because they can certainly assist in helping you put you in touch with the right media rather than just blasting everybody, but the right sources. And then building that, that, that trust between you and those, those journalists. So when a topic comes up, who are they going to think of? They'll think of you. Absolutely. And and in building the resilient brand and get, getting out there and finding those shows where your audience is going to be at the show as well. I mean, that was a great tip because know your audience. It's limited funds, it's limited time. So if you're going to go to a show, it really makes a difference that you get to a show where you're going to meet the people that you really need to meet and make those relationships. And isn't that the key word of the day today is relationships, relationships, yeah. relationships. Well, I just want to thank Morris again. So Morris Beagle with WAFBA and the Colorado Hemp Company. He just does a phenomenal job. If you've ever been to one of his, one of his events, we really enjoyed our time at them. And we want to thank you for joining us on the Move the Stairs podcast. And thank you for listening or watching. And we'll hope you join us again very soon for the next Move the Stairs podcast. Thank you again for listening to the Move the Stairs podcast. You may be wondering where the phrase move the stairs comes from. It's my life's mantra and MNC's commitment to our clients. It's a nod to a defining moment in my television news career. You know, in news, you have to be first with the story, no excuses. And one night I had to get the first TV news interview with a senatorial candidate after he accepted the nomination on stage. I noticed the stairs leading off the stage were taking the candidate directly to my competitors. But what could I do? So I looked around. 
and I noticed the stairs were on wheels. I walked over, unbolted the stairs, and moved them so the candidate walked off the stage right to my team first. At MNC Communications, our years in the media taught us there's always a way to move the stairs to make the best possible outcome happen for our clients.